everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Game Detectives Podcast. Every episode, we're going to talk about a game or a game series, what we like, what we don't, as well as some lessons we can take away from the game. We hope you enjoy this episode. everybody welcome to another episode of the game detectives podcast i am your host david i am joined yet again by fellow game detective travis schultz and today we're going to be talking about Rampa 2 no trigger happy havoc is the first one that's the first it's a goodbye despair you goodbye missed a really despair. good opportunity to kind of start with the good morning yeah. oh good <laughs> I see. I yeah, do a pretty good impression. No, out, of, out of between us two, you would be Monokuma and I'd be Usami, though. Usagi. Oh no! It's I thought it was Us- Oh, you're right. Okay. Well, Usagi is Japanese for rabbit, so I thought that's what it was. No, it's Usami. Oh, that's weird. Then I'm pretty sure it's Usagi, but it, it doesn't matter that yeah. much. Anyway, <laughs> um, today we're gonna be talking about DG two and the trials and all that good stuff. I have varying opinions about the trials (laughs) this you know i dare to say that i you know i hesitate to say it but right now i do feel like this is my favorite game in the series and i do very much agree that it has the um highest highs and it also has the lowest lows this one is a roller coaster um in fact before we even get into it i want to talk about um thoughts before even playing the game because i finished danganronpa one and i was like you know what? That was a great experience. I don't feel like I need to rush into the second game. Let me take a break. This was a definitive thing. And then I was just like, okay, you know, I'll watch the trailer for the second game just to see what it's about. And I thought, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I saw that um, Fat Byakuya was one of the characters. And I said, okay, now I got I got to play it right now. I got to, why is he fat? Why is he there? Why is they he fat? did a wonderful job. Because that, that must on some level have been a tease of like, because they, they would have seen oh, that yeah. trailer and it's like, okay, well now I gotta know what's going on because yeah. that's a huge kind of, I, I didn't expect on any level just from the concept of this, any of the students to be coming back, but I, and they that's, didn't, what did you think just kind of like between, between games going in? I went like kind of one right into the other. I tried doing like the, like the school days part of of the first oh, no, one. I, I didn't even I, I, it, a second I tried it and I'm after like 20 minutes I was like yeah I'm not really interested in it um I could see like why people might be but I wasn't so then I was but I I had bought all three as like a pack so I'm like I might as well or I bought the first two as a pack so I'm like I might as well just go into the next one right away um so I went right into it um I knew something was going on with the fat Bia- Biakia <laughs> like something's obviously I'm like there's a no way this is either like they make you think it's i was i was like between one one of two things i'm like either this is actually like in the past and everybody thinks it's in the future and like the plot twist is that it happened before the first one um or like it's not actually him um and it yeah my out- thoughts <laughs> my thoughts right at the beginning was that this is some sort of um kind of like alternate reality or just like a different oh, version of the oh. first game yeah, I told I had told you I was like I, I bet it's like I I texted you and I'm like I think it's like a simulation or something. Because... I didn't think that. That's a that's a pretty spot on guess. But there's two things, and I 
I love they were giving out the kind of hints that I go for. Because first of all, obviously I gotta know why he's fat. But second yeah. of all, um <laughs> why this is, is so I immediately because the only two things I'm good at are um anagrams and recognizing characters' voices. And from the very first time you saw him, I knew that uh Nagito uh Komieda, whatever the heck it is, was an anagram for Makoto um, Naegi. Yeah, I knew that that was an anagram, and I also immediately recognized that it was the same voice actor, just doing a slightly different voice. So I thought, is... I mean, I guess going back in this step, this game is 100% a sequel. Everything in this game is integral. or To get anything, you have to have played the first. But not only that, everything in this game is almost a response to the first game a response to criticism of the first game or a direct criticism of the first game and i love that they were able to kind of criticize things like this was kind of silly that we did before this wasn't thought out let's respond to that and that was a wonderful approach to take it really makes this game stand out as its own thing because i mean i thought thematically the theme as we kind of talked about the first game is uh, hope and despair. Well, this game says, okay, well, what if there's more to just having hope and just having despair? What if you could be so hopeful that it causes despair, or what if despair can bring you to hope? And it's not, again, I'm even simplifying just by saying that. The characters explore and talk about and wonder kind of every combination or every good thing or bad thing that could come from the gambit of emotions. And that's, like, the first thing you kind of think about after the plot of the first game is like, well, but they completely expand upon it a million times better here, and I love that they took the effort to do that. I agree. Uh, the reason why I thought it was like a simulation or something was that um, it was like most of the characters kind of have like a kind of like you know the Shelbyville and Springfield effect. You know, it's like well, this character oh, like kind of yeah, looks like this one. That's... This character kind of looks like this one. So I'm like, maybe it's like they're running another trial to like see what went wrong the first time or like, yeah, you know, something like that. I thought uh, something like that might've been going on. So, and so I was like inadvertently correct. I thought it was a simulation, (laughs) but not in the way that it actually turned out, which was cool. uh, Because it kept you on your toes. I do agree that like, it's a sequel, but in every good way. Well, mostly, you know, like, yeah, there's like, it improves upon it. It's not afraid to like, go back to what the first one was and be like, this is, something that we should have thought about more before we, you know, before we made it or something. I and before do, we... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I do think, like, the first trial in this game is actually pretty good in terms of, like, being a sequel and, like, building upon and expanding upon the first tri- uh, first game. Yeah, before we get into just the specific trials, that would be kind of my one complaint of the game is kind of, like, the um, uneven consistency of the trials, but also the kind of rigid formula that the game sticks to which is there are so many direct parallels to the first game and i think that kind of spoils some surprises but at the same time that's not an accident they're intentionally drawing those parallels and they're intentionally sticking to that rigid formula so in a sense i can't even be upset because that's that's the intention it doesn't really matter whether i like it or not that's how they wanted it to be and it's successful at what they wanted yeah it's just like see like the third trial for example the execution might not always be 100% there for me but like I like what they're doing and I like the approach they're taking let's talk about the first one I 
was devastated <laughs> Pat that Biakuya. Pat Biakuya died. But it makes sense. It works perfectly because, again, it's hooking you in so well. He was, goofed. No, he was, he was got because he got <laughs> killed at, like, the buffet, and that is just the ultimate. By a bread knife. <laughs> you know, it's like, he they got him. They got him, gal. I loved, I kind of thought that, yeah, maybe it was in the future and they had the memories of Waste and that he had had like a character arc where him being so selfish in the first game um, is what's kind of making him want to preserve safety. And it's that dedication to preserving the safety that ultimately leads to his demise. And in the context of that first trial, I think it works really well. Um, In another sense, this is a great dilemma because the murderer, again, was kind of an accident. You have this... um, Parallel to Makoto, which is this, this who's kind of just that blank slate, nothing character. And you have Nagito, probably my favorite character in the entire series, who is just pure chaos. You know, Makoto's um, luck was just kind of like an ironic thing. Nagito literally has the best luck in any situation he needs it. And Makoto does whatever he can to just try and do this weird idea of hope, where Nagito tries to cause so much despair and chaos and so much unhappiness in order to create a better hope the idea that like the worse you make a situation the better it makes the people yeah because he's all like i want to create adversity for everybody so then they can all band together and like grow stronger through it which is like a it's like kind of a thing in the first it's like kind of the first one like dives into that sometimes where it's like oh, all of this was terrible, but we can make a better future out of it. So, like, I do think that's a good kind of... Like, it's a criticism that. of that element. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. And and the fact that he is very deliberately supposed to be Makoto and therefore kind of like the player of the first game, it makes it all stronger because, right, so he's lucky he sets up this murder, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, oh gosh, I forgot, uh, Teru Teru. Yeah, the little short guy. Yeah, well, the I short was guy. Very okay with being a victim of this too. He's a dumb character, but great, you got rid of the dumb character where it didn't really matter. Yep. Um. So it it all worked really well as as like a direct, and then you know you have you have two of the characters who are supposed to be parallels to the final, kind of the three most important characters of the last game, right between like Kyoko, Byakuya, and Makoto. Two of them are involved with this murder. You know, which is, yes, which is yeah. cool. And so it's like, so it again kind of does the same thing as the first trial does in the first one, where it's like, these are your expectations that, oh, Byakuya is probably going to be important. Mm-hmm, um, you know, mm-hmm. this uh, uh, Nagito is going to be somebody positive. And that they play it that way throughout the before the first trial. And then after and during the first trial, it like everything flips on you, which is another good way to start out. Especially with this trial, too, the way that it's set up and just this in the first trial is there are so many red herrings. And for good mysteries, there need to be so many leads that don't go anywhere. If you're only again, you need enough information to solve it yourself. But if you're only given that information, then it's too easy. There needs to be misleading information. And there's so much that if you can figure out everything by the end of this first trial, which you shouldn't be able to. But if you could the very clear message that they're trying to send is this is not the first game. This is something, despite how it seems and feels, is very different. And that, again, ties in with the theme and what's technically happening in the world. Yeah, and it's kind of similar to the first trial in that it's kind of accidental. But then also you have it where, like, well, Teru Teru, it's not accidental in the way that 
you know, Leon's murder of yep. It's not the same because then because at at the end it kind of goes to like, well, Tiro Tiro kind of had to deliberately do all of this in order to stop the murder, and instead of telling everybody that he was planning the murder, you just killed him. Like the, the like the morality is less cut and dry, you know, in this one too, which I think is nice. Mm-hmm. I did say though, just to talk about a gameplay aspect, I had a lot of trouble at the very end of this trial because they they introduce a new gameplay element where you have to uh, rearrange four words, which is like your final attack. Oh yeah. And the idea was that the sword was inside uh, the the bone or whatever it was, on the bone. and it was like yep. it was like meat in on bone or something like that and meat on I, I had to try bone. it like <laughs> yeah i thought it was meat in the bone or bone in the i i had to go through that a couple times um but again yeah well i really couldn't matter. be like skewer <laughs> in the meat or like something or like that. something <laughs> like, a little bit more um reason and i guess that's also to say um from a gameplay perspective the way trials are done and the way investigations are done is virtually unchanged from the first yeah game. i think the ha- the Hangman's Gambit in the first and the second one sucked. I don't like that minigame at all. But I, I think overall just like quality of life stuff is a little improved. Mm. Um, but there isn't too much difference. The UI in this game is really cute. Also, the music is really good. Oh, music! But the, the way the UI is designed where everybody kind of has their little um, chibi versions. And the way that, that you kind of do the hope fragments to know how far you have to get to get to that level of someone to get their power. It's more, it, it's visually represented in this game where in the last game, it was kind of guesswork, but really in terms of like gameplay stuff that changes, that's really all there is to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just like mostly, it's just like everything in the first one, just more streamlined, which is perfect. A little cleaner, which is perfect. Uh, so I think the first trial is really good. Uh, it's a good first trial. It's a good first trial in that, like, you can pretty much predict who killed him within reason. You can pretty much, like, see what's going to go on. The Nagito plot twist is, like, the most important plot twist of the first trial. Um, Is, like, his switch to, like, him going crazy, which sets up the whole rest of the game, which is really exciting. Um the second trial on the other hand this is probably the worst trial in the entire series i would say this one and the and the third one are the worst trials yeah they're both they're both bad i think this one is actually worse because this one is i think it's surprisingly long i think this that's another thing from the first game is trials used to be maybe like 45 minutes to an hour now they're kind of like hour hour and a half um i figured out everything well the first like hour is just like well how did they get into the bathroom how did this? and it's like i get it she used the sword she stood up on it she got out it's and i feel like there's a lot of banter back and forth for a long time with no new information about the puzzle of it or any of the characters yeah i think they had the idea of like the video game being something that occurred oh, in real life. Oh, I actually life. forgot. I completely forgot about that aspect of it. Is that this one? Yeah, that's this one. Oh, I, I actually kind of liked that element to it. See, I like it. I think it could have been executed a little more smoothly where maybe it's not... Like, the whole first half of the trial is all about the game, and it just becomes a little too much dissociated from the characters. And the, it ultimately has nothing to do with the trial itself. 
they, it should have tied in better because I, I forgot that was this one. I thought that was the next round, but no, this they build up this game thing. But the all and this is why the reveal of this is so incredibly stupid. It's that um, once again, just like in the first game, the second trial has to have a serial killer. But at least in the um, first game, they hinted at it a little bit. Um, oh, but Pecco is a serial killer. And the only thing they have is the the one character, Sonya, is like, oh, you know, there's this one serial killer. Well, Pecco ends up being that serial killer. And her character completely changes once this is revealed. Um, and there's no, there's no way to draw this conclusion. And then the twist is that her and Fuyuhiko uh, were friends growing up. Or she was his bodyguard or something. That's not really foreshadowed. Um, and then they have a moment where it's like she kind of sacrifices himself for her and they kind of go back and forth over who's the killer because she told him. But it ultimately means nothing because I know nothing about this character because, A, first of all, she was a blank slate to begin with. Second of all, okay, well, her personality is something completely different. I didn't even know her, so it doesn't matter. Oh, now she's dead. Well, this character was nothing. Then something completely different. Now she's dead. I'm not sad about that i have no emotional connection to this moment yep and see and Pecco was like somebody that i was like i could see you know kind of tra- i i think it would be really interesting to like i like all again i like all the elements but i can see it kind of lining up better i think it'd be interesting if you found out that fuyuhiko and Pecco know each other that he's that we know he's the yakuza leader but then like we know that they're like a combo it'd be really interesting to explore like what a like what would happen in a game where it's like you know that two people are like know each other from before and therefore already have a connection before you come to this does that matter anymore there are a lot of questions that i think could be explored in more detail that would be interesting in this but you i liked mahiru's character and then she just dies and you don't really have any more with her i know they didn't do anything with her either there's no kind of like moment and then I guess um, she has stuff with the the smaller character Hiyoko, but it really all to oh she misses her she's sad. It doesn't it doesn't go anywhere the same way that maybe Sakura's death did or even Chihiro's. Like there's really no takeaway and there's no this case doesn't have an emotional connection. It doesn't have an ethical or moral kind of question or takeaway. It's just kind of there. It's just kind of plot meandering. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like oh, like, these two characters, if they're in cahoots, who's the... Like, you could... Again, you could approach these questions in a more interesting way. Like, well, if somebody helps somebody kill someone, what do we do with that person then? Shouldn't they be the killer? In this game, they're not, though. So, like, what happens then? And there are a lot of interesting questions that you could then, like, take out into the real world. You know, like... Well, if somebody sells somebody a gun, are they complicit? Like those are comparisons. You yeah, could start they, they really could have done something like that here, but they don't. But there's there's just a lot of untapped potential, and I also liked Mahiru, so I said she died. Um, and I, like I thought, I I like what happens with um his character afterwards. Yeah, but then okay, so what that everything that happened was just to get to that point. Exactly. Like... Exactly. And you kind of, well, then, like, these people are sacrificed, so then you can have this guy have a plot story in a way that feels very contrived. It's like, I don't really care for it all that much. No, and I think it's also, from the very beginning, I was way too suspicious of the Petco character. Because, like, oh, hey, you're all wet, and you're coming from a murder scene. What's up? 
And she's like, oh, I was just swimming. And it's like, oh, look, bottles of water are a key element in this. It's um, it's not satisfying, and it's it leaves very little impression on you. And I guess that's another way to describe uh, <laughs> trial number three, kind of. Again, I, I, I like all of the ideas going on in this trial. I like the idea of Maki, like, remembers a little bit about the past and remembers, like... Mikan. Oh, Mikan, sorry. Uh, Mikan, like, remembers about the past, like, the illness thing is kind of dumb. We can talk about that. I like the idea of, like, oh, she remembers that back then they were all, like, bad people. She remembers, like, her instinct and her character, who she was before she came to this island. Maybe that leads her then into a crisis about what she should do and then leads her to, like, killing. But it none of that, again, none of it's explored in a way that is meaningful or really, like, it's not it's not discussed or like talked about in ways that I think are meaningful or the sickness doesn't even yeah the sickness doesn't even really make sense either cuz they imply that it makes you act the opposite of how you would usually act but that doesn't it's like ibuki she's susceptible to people telling her what to do nagito um tells lie like it though that is the fact that it's an illness doing things is stupid because as a piece of evidence well okay well the answer is gonna be the illness did something but also the fact that it affects everybody differently means there's no way to reasonably put the pieces together of maybe it's effective for like a plot twist but again like we said last time like characters matter more the only reason plot twist matters is because like the character is like either lining up with it or not or it's like subverting what you think but in this way it's just like it doesn't really ever do anything that is surprising it, it with the character it would have been a cool idea to have it be like i said where it's um characters do or they act kind of the opposite or they all act exaggerated because then you can think about what do i know about each character and are they or are they not infected maybe they are but they don't even do that which is weird and it's the, the other real problem with this is you could argue that maybe in the second case um sonia knowing about um serial killers at least that's something that's given a little bit of attention so she's kind of an element in that one um and then hiyoko is kind of an element in number two because she was friends with mahiru but ibuki has not had um any moments in any of the trials where she was really given a chance to do something. They have that time where they like do a little band performance, but she just does like K-On references and then um die. and it's the the ultimate the, the way you're supposed to figure this out is that um Mikan ultimately was acting completely different than how the game set her up to act. And it's like, "Oh, well great. Okay. Why wouldn't it's not something you should know." Yeah, and I, I, again, like, maybe the plot twist was, like, I, I, I don't think it was meaningful because it didn't really pay off. You also knew something was up with her. She, like, she kept, like, appearing in your bed, and it was just, like, this weird... And it's like, why is that necessary? Like, that doesn't really add anything either, like... the I guess the, the idea that they said is that she was distracting you because it was, like... That's what they said, at least in the context of the trial, was you were being distracted. yeah. I just think, like, it's not... It's just, like, a lot of it just doesn't line up. And then at the end, there's no, like, satisfying ending either where you're, like... Where, like, 
she kills them and then she's like oh no you found me out and then they're like why did you do that and she just doesn't even she like rides off into the sun on a rocket like dr strange love which doesn't make sense either and it's like well maybe if because hyoko's bullying her the whole game maybe she goes nuts and murders her in a weird disturbing way that would have been more interesting but that's not even the answer she just kind of does it because she was there there's no reason as to why she picks her victims besides that they were sick so there's no motivation you're not sad that she dies because you don't really understand who her character is anymore at that point yeah it's just i think that the major thing and the problem with two and three in this one and then like probably three in the first one as well it's just that there there's not any kind of character development that really matters before during or after the yeah. trials and so like there's just nothing to really go on or to be like oh this was memorable because it made me look at this character in a different way it's just kind of there and like it's a it's a twist and like it'll be like but it's more like a well why the heck like why not why and like a, oh i want to know more or oh i like really want to get to know like how these characters are responding to it it's like why as in like a dismissal it's like why does this matter it doesn't now four does all those things i think i love case no. number four <laughs> no 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 he was my favorite why was he the murderer okay uh four was first of all four was great just because like the method of the murder is like so good even going back to that you're in a completely um new location so all the elements are like a fresh reset which again ties with the fact that it's like a virtual reality thing but like you know exactly what you need to pay attention to because everything introduced is new so you kind of have to be on your toes about the whole surrounding and i actually i didn't i didn't figure this out at all um the shape of the build it's a cool puzzle it makes sense what you find it out but man i was kind of confused i was following along with the game on this i wasn't yeah. thinking ahead it was this is one of the few trials where it's like i really don't know where this is gonna go yeah which is exciting because it's like i can't believe they pulled that off <laughs> and it has you know? multiple levels of that because in a physical sense i didn't know it and then eventually you get to a point where you realize that it must have been um gundam it must have been. Um, but then once they actually kind of lay out and explain what happened and why it happened, it makes it even more interesting. It's inc I think it's an incredibly interesting situation. Yeah, I well, I think one of the first things that I responded to is like the is like the uh, the trap room. The escape oh, yeah, room, I like that. That I was like fun. It was like fun to do. It was like a fun little yeah. detour to do while you're investigating. I also was like, oh, it would make sense that Gundam would be able to complete this. Mm -hmm. Like the way they, because like, even though he's kind of crazy, we also know he's like kind of the joke character, kind of like Hero was. But, no, I don't think but so. Th I, but I, not I... anymore. But like, but then like, he's also more serious. So then like, it makes sense that he would be the one to be able to figure this out and to get through it and to pass that trial in order to get the clue. And like, it makes sense that he could figure this out and figure out this way of killing somebody. Whereas like with, um, Mikan, for example, it doesn't really make sense with her character. Whereas this one does just like on that end, you know, I love the idea that because finding out that he did it is whatever, 
But I love the idea that motivation itself can be a twist. That's a wonderful... And they do take advantage of this other times in the series. But this is the one where, at least for me, I didn't really understand. I just thought, oh, they thought he had to kill somebody because if they didn't, you know, they... There's lots of different reasons, but once they lay it out, you go, wow, this makes sense for, again, characters in this situation. And in a weird way, it's kind of um, a noble. What's the muscle guy's name? Nekomaru? Nekomaru? It kind of makes sense that those two characters would go out, and it's kind of like a. I don't know, like a weird sacrificial type thing, and they were two guys that it made sense for. It just. I don't know. It worked really well for me. This was a moment where I really kind of sat there and I was like, this is smart. This is clever. Yeah. And it's the transition to like, it's the, it's, I think it's kind of like Sakura's trial or the trial where she, you know, was killed. It's a good transition to the end game. Yep. The death gives context to the character too, just like Sakura. Yep, exactly. So like you, you get a trial, it's creative it's different than what you expect from what's occurred before. It makes sense with the characters and what they're doing. And it also, like, in a way, like, the last trial was... It was played straight, but, like, it wasn't as serious. Whereas, like, now you're back on, like... Because, like, at the end of the last one, you know, he turns out to be a... Like, Nakamaro turns out to be a robot. So, like, it's not necessarily <laughs> taken as seriously. Uh, but then you get to this one, and it's like... Now it's coming back to, like, the seriousness. It's setting up what's going to happen later. I think it really kind of... They do a great job of slowly introducing these ideas to at the point you're willing to accept the fact that, okay, the characters are now in a strawberry castle, one of them is a robot, and the other one has an army of hamsters he just used to murder them. And it's like you accept that as okay. This is the game world. Like you're not you're not worried about the absurdity of that. You're worried about okay. Well, if he's a robot, we need to look at the oil, and we need to make sure that adds a, having the victim be a robot is also just kind of like a clever idea because it makes you rethink kind of how things have to be. Yeah, it and it's like it's really interesting how it all gets done and him like you know changing every one of the clocks in order to like time everything right. Like it all is something where. It all makes sense. It's all satisfying. And it all lines up really well into one cohesive unit where you're not saying, like, well, why Like, why would he do this? This doesn't make sense. Why would they do that? Um, and also, there there's this weird connection to, like, their previous lives in the second and the third one that I think that they kind of... They don't really f- use to their full potential is, like, the connection to their lives before the island. And in this one, they don't really include that at all, I think, for the better. Yeah, I think that's something that they foreshadow more in the third game. In this game, it's really something... I mean, you know that something weird happened, and they kind of foreshadow that there's groups of despair causing people. I mean, ultimately, at the the game, it's like they're... um, They had a... We'll get to that point. But what I mean is, like, with, like, the Mahro and Peko, it's like, oh, they knew each other before, and, like, she killed her bro. Like, it, the connection they tried to make with, like, the characters' relationships off the island, because it occurred off the island, we don't really get it. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're, this one is, like, they're focusing on the characters as they are in the situation that they're in, and that mm-hmm. makes it more powerful, I think. Yes. Yeah, and exactly. Yep, and it... 
I don't. And this is the perfect one, like you said, to kind of give like a moment of like, oh dang, like I kind of a slow down moment of like kind of recontextualizing things going into the end. Just like with the first game with Sakura's Death, where it's like, okay, well, we need to figure out what's going on. We need to stop this. This is, this has gone kind of too far. And then the fifth trial happened, which is I love insane. this one too. This one is this one. I think it's is a my roller coaster. This is I, probably the, my favorite trial from a puzzle. I mean, from a, there's emotional perspectives to it, but this one, in terms of a puzzle, is again they give you just enough to work with, and there are. So many twists to what happens here. I, for, I, and it's it's the best mysteries is when you're proven wrong. When you feel like, oh wow, I was an idiot for thinking because I was just like, oh Nagito killed himself. That's the thing. Because we technically hadn't had a trial where somebody had kind of like killed themselves and then had to answer for it, and it's like. Okay, well, I thought maybe if there's no one to answer for it, everyone dies. Whatever. Nagito killed himself. He made it look weird. But then you go, oh, that's, like, the first of, like, five points you should be latching on to. So, I think the first thing, like, when you find him, it is, it's like, I think it's the most brutal in the series in terms of, like, the dead body. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, like, that was, especially for a game where, like, other people have died, but, like, going from a robot with blue blood, you know, like to this mm-hmm. like legitimately gory scene. That is, that was for me like the first, it was like a visceral reaction, not in, like, a, Oh, this is so disgusting, but just like, this is serious. And like, this is like, and they've this built his turn. character up to this moment. They've built him up to be, you know, he's the Joker baby. He's a weird kind of guy. And they want you to think that he's the mastermind and they want you to think He's going to make it to the end and be Makoto or something else. But this is the best possible. This is the best written character in the series. And this is the best possible introduction, kind of middle, and then conclusion that they could have possibly come up with for this character. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, like, there's so many things with this trial. I think the, the, the first big thing, like how he sets up the scene isn't necessarily the most complicated, mm-hmm. which I, I appreciate. Cause like, that's not the point of the trial. Really? That's the misdirection. The fact that it's complicated is all supposed to be misdirection. And that's, that ties into you, the player you're misdirected. Why is he stabbed with the spear? We got to find the spear, but none of that really matters. Exactly. So then you don't even think that, you know, the bottles you throw to, to take out the fire is like the cause of death because you just see all of this stuff and you're like well it was either the spear or the stabbing in the leg or the knife you know like it's got to be one of these things so then when they flip the script on you and it's actually the poison that you guys threw well and i got made a fool twice because i i said okay i figured i suicide i go oh i was dumb it's the poison that killed him oh well we don't know who killed him that was his plan but that wasn't his plan and you should know that because it's been foreshadowed several times. You should know that Nagito always relies on his luck. And that's the most important thing to him. And he trusts it completely. And that, oh, when you... Because I, I figured it out like maybe two sentences before they told me that. Oh, he purposely meant it to be the traitor, if you will, the one to throw it. And I was... That's a great little three-way spin they take you on there that's a that's a roller coaster trip 
it is insane and it's so sad <laughs> it's so sad at the end too oh this like, execution scene is um yeah definitely one of the sadder ones where it's uh is chiaki yeah chiaki i'm glad i'm glad they didn't decide to go like full-on like well all of the all of the executions in this game aren't as bloody or aren't as like obviously painful um mm. so i did like that it was like oh she got like flattened by the tetris thing i i liked that the contrast of he was like brutalized himself and then she like doesn't necessarily have to deal with that in that way i do think it's it is insane though that like the traitor is the good person which I you like would have that. never expected and um, she's kind of an unassuming character too yeah yeah and so like you but again it all works because it all makes sense with all of the characters and how they are and like you've seen uh chiaki with usami before because like in the first trial she was with usami like talking with her and you're like huh she seems kind of suspicious and then later you realize she is working with usami but they're the good guy you know it's like they are yeah they're a traitor but not in the sense that it's supposed to be like it's they're trying to help you i don't like there's kind of a brief and i guess we didn't really talk about it but um i actually much prefer hajime as a protagonist to makoto i just think he's he's still kind of like nothing but i think he's just by nature of the themes of the game he's less blindly optimistic um he's a little bit more like driven by active things i like his voice better he sounds older i think makoto sounds like a 12 year old girl hope is not enough anymore and, like, it's kind of the series, I don't want to say growing up, but it's kind of like... Mm-hmm. No, it is like that. That's a good point. I think that is. Being happy and, like, looking forward to something is not the same as actively going out and doing things and, like, trying to make... Like, you can try to make the future better, quote-unquote, but you need to kind of do it in a more realistic sense in certain ways. And Makoto is kind of, as we see in Nagito... It's like that blind hope is like contortive, right? Because then it kind of doesn't really manifest in anything that's inherently positive. Well, Nagito's um, theory is proved true only through the incredible despair were they actually able to proceed and grow as characters. So it's nuanced in the sense that it kind of... I don't know, it takes every possible opinion you could have on the matter. You know, like you said, sometimes blind hope isn't enough. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you need to be at your lowest point to get to your highest. Sometimes, you know, despair isn't inherently the opposite of hope. Like, it it looks at this theme through every lens that it could through its characters. And that's the best way to do it. There is no answer, just different people's ideas of it. Which is why the parallels between the second and the first one I think in this one and this trial are like really strong, right? They both die by a poison. They both like the, the victims are both in like, they're part of how they die, right? They mm-hmm. both willingly accept death. And in the third one, that's the same in the fifth trial too. Um, and the third one, but it like, it does so in a way that complicates the notions that we got from the first one. Yep. It re yeah, it takes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think they could have been a little bit more creative than trial threes, both having to be two victims die and it doesn't really mean anything. But it, it, it actually makes sense narratively too because it's supposed to be put, like they're put through 
the original um, uh, Hope's Peak Academy situation, whatever they call it, to kind of like they're oh yeah, Junko's like a well we'll get to that I guess yeah she's like a virus. Um, I think Don Gon Rampa ending trials minus the third one, the first two games are always the weakest because there is so much plot they have to bear. They have to bear basically answering every question that you could have about the plot. So you really don't get a lot of character. I think this um, sixth trial is just kind of whatever. I don't think it's good or bad that Junko is kind of the mastermind again. It doesn't really leave much of an impression on me either way. I did like that they brought in somebody... They brought in Makoto, and then, like, it was kind of the twist that it wasn't actually Makoto. That was nice, because, like, that does, you know, play into the trope of, like, bringing back characters. Um, so that was nice. Um, I liked kind of the the character development of... Uh, oh, gosh, who's the main character of this one again? Uh, Hajime. I like what they do with it, Um I do think it is kind of plot heavy, though. It would be nice if there were kind of more hints throughout the game that yeah. he was kind of this ultimate despair. I think it would have been nice because then then you don't have the final trial being so much about plot and you have it more being about like, oh, so this is what it is. I could see like going back now that this was apparent before. So then you don't really need as much of like that plot twist or the yeah, plot I description. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't like that. He's like a. Uh like a big scary caveman guy with a bunch of like evil shadowy dread. I think that doesn't fit with the theme. I think the idea is like somebody like Nagito could be the ultimate despair where the ultimate despair could be somebody who doesn't look that different than you or act that different from you. It could be anybody or anybody could have it when it's a big scary monster man. I think that's yeah, um, I think not here, as interesting. something that might've been good. And then it would have been a good contrast with Nagito where Nagito is kind of like the chaotic Right, I think it would have been cool if it was Hajime, and he was, and like it was revealed, he's the ultimate despair, and he's just like a normal person. Where it's it's not like yeah, I, it's not I like Junko, where the despair is also chaotic. It's just like it's like a almost kind of like a nihilistic worldview, you know, where like he's like, no, I really believe in this, and it's not that he's some warped crazy person. It's that like this is what he believes in. Or maybe like apathy is true despair. Yeah, like just that not would be not caring at all. Um, but again, it's not a huge. Maybe it just didn't leave that much of an impression on me. But the ending is just kind of like a is just kind of like a plot dump. It wraps things up. There's like some weird plot holes. Again, I don't really, I usually don't really care about plot holes, but I didn't understand why it was such a big deal that they couldn't go back to their original bodies because they said well we don't know it probably won't ever get back to normal and the idea is well the chance of happiness is better than nothing which you see a lot in anime um but then in the end uh byakuya makoto and uh kyoko are just like well hajime and them are on the island and they're fixing just fine i was like oh well then what was the problem before i don't yeah yeah it the payoff i i like this trial better than the than the last trial in the first one. But again, it's 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 got some of the same problems where it is that plot dump. And it almost, in a way, because it's not as open-ended as the first one, it hurts it almost a little bit. Everything I mean, changes in the third one. But <laughs> we'll get there when we get yeah, there. Yeah, you want to talk about a last trial. I mean, but that's this game. It has two of the best, if not the best, trials. It has two of the worst trials. 
Um, it's bigger, it's better, it has a great cast, great music, but the most important takeaway that this game could ever give you, maybe you could tie this into our lesson somehow, was its willingness to look, like the, the creators themselves are willing to look at they created and say, you know what, instead of just making the same thing again, let's address some things that we weren't happy with, some things that the people who play this weren't happy with. Let's think a little bit deeper about what we created and the implications of the story we tried to tell. And that's something that creators need to listen to. You need to be able to criticize yourself. Absolutely. It's the most important lesson, I think. You need to allow yourself the room to grow from what you were before. Yeah, there you go. And, like, that means when you look back on what you made, it shouldn't be like, oh, what I made was terrible. I'm a horrible person. Like, why did I Why did I act this way? What? You just be like, this is what we made. Here's how we can improve upon it. And it's kind of like that the hope versus despair, how that's not really a debate at the end of this one, I think is the right way to approach also your creative or like, you know, work output or however you want to think about yourself as a person. It's not like you're either hopeful or despair. It's like there's always something I can grow with. There's always something I can learn. And that action of trying to improve upon what we have before, I think is kind of the most important lesson um as well even if you're worried about it alienating people because it's you, you need to be willing to alienate people agreed exactly i think and what it does best and what the best sequels of things in general do best are when they look critically back at the thing they've already done and they say how can we do this honor that it happened but still improve upon it in a way that we find satisfying and more nuanced and interesting and engaging than before. That was very passionate. <laughs> it's good though. I mean, and it's it's it would have been so easy to make Don Gon Rampa two, um, less similar or more similar, but they were willing to kind of challenge. And I mean, just when we get to the first, we talk about willing to alienate your audience, but it's like. Um, I don't know. I really respect a lot of what they did with this game. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> we will be back either in a week or a couple of days talking about Danganronpa 3 and... Uh, V3. V3. Excuse me. The V is important. Um, <laughs> the V matters. Um, Roman numerals. Uh, but yeah, the, we'll talk about how it... Com like, for how different and like challenging this one is... The third one, like, it's insane and insanely good and awesome. So I'm excited <laughs> to talk about it. And you should be too. <laughs> See ya.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Game Detectives Podcast. Oh, and don't forget... No matter how charmingly you ask, there's no way I'll let you take my blood! Bye! Thank you so much for playing my game.